0: Time for the Fan Dads to assemble. It has been a minute since we had a Fan Dads podcast, but alas, the Fan Dads have survived. We are still here. I'm in the middle today, AJ Monsoor. To my left, Eric Nordquist. To my right, Justin Gard. We are the Fan Dads. Gentlemen, it has been a little bit since we last chatted. Nordo, how you been, man?
1: Been good, man. Busy summer. That's kind of the, if I was going to define my summer, it'd be defined by never getting to rest as much as you'd like, um, finding peace in very, very short stints or moments and following the kids around and trying to maintain sanity. So that's it. That's the summertime. So basically we haven't done this show in a long time and well, it's the same bleep. When is the
0: last
2: show that we did like a month ago?
0: Well, it's it's probably been about a month. We had some stuff pop up. We um, yeah,
2: vacations. Each of us had vacations. Trips. We were gone.
0: Yeah, it's been a month.
2: Well, I'm ready to do a regular podcast again. I can tell you that. I'm ready to be here each and every week talking about the beauty that is being a fan dad, how hashtag blessed we are at all times and all the different stories that come up. I I can't wait to be back on a regular basis on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Right. Right, right. I don't know if you guys are anything like our family, but um, I have, uh, since we last chatted, come up with a lot of content that uh, that we can share with this podcast. We'll, we'll take it slow. We're not going to dive in and, you know, uh, ruin everything on this first episode back. But as we do get going, I know that both of you have spent some time out of town. Garza, you mentioned vacations. Um, do we want to start there uh, and, and kind of uh, highlight what you guys have been up to with your families? Nordo, I know you went up north as well. Um no no let's uh let's let's hear what uh the Nordquist family has been up to the last couple of weeks.
1: Well I'll tell you I didn't drive an RV, okay? I didn't do that. We'll I'm not that. ready for that. We'll honest. get to that. I mean if this if this was a dad related flexing contest, I mean my bicep is woo, just drooping. Mm-hmm. Uh compared to the uh the adventure that the Guard family went on. No, every year we do we do the weekend uh we do the or the week long cabin trip the Nordquist family. Uh, which consists of, as follows: uh, my wife, my sister-in-law number one, my sister-in-law number two, my mother-in-law, uh, three girls, okay, mine, and then uh, and then Madeline, Maddie, who's about a year older, and then uh, and then brother-in-law. So those uh, that makes up the the party that we have, which is nonstop in terms of love and awesomeness and fun. Up at uh, in the Cross Lake area on Rush Lake, if you're familiar, there's a uh, there's a place called Boyd Lodge, and so we uh, we got a spot there, and uh, it was it was awesome actually. Which you know when the way that I kind of introed it made it sound like it was just it was miserable, but it was it was great. Um, the girls coming around like everything gets better as the kids get more self sufficient, and so like you know as they get older. You know, I don't have to to help them ride a bike. Um, I don't have to help them figure out water balloons or various things. Now I can just participate in it, and we can have fun, and it's awesome. So getting them out in the boat, uh, they they love the boat now. They're not as terrified of it as they were before, so that was sweet. Um, getting into the pool, and again, just kind of watching them have a blast. So um, surprisingly, it was. Filled with a lot less stress and malaise than years past. It was amazing. So you know, just now that they're six, just these little steps they're taking, it's kind of fun, and you you get to be more um, observant of of the good times versus just constantly having to uh, handle the bad stuff.
2: And Nordo, for those that maybe don't listen to Saturdays with Sauce with you and Sauce, will you explain yeah. to the fan dad's audience? Because um, I was listening what two three weeks ago, maybe I can't remember. I was texting you uh, in the middle of like a two-hour-long grocery run that I was doing. Um, what a washer run is! What a washer! Oh, yeah. run. Can you explain that to the audience? Because it's genius. Uh, I've talked to many yeah. a fan ad about it, and I have partaken in a what you guys call a washer run multiple times when it comes to family deals.
1: Yeah. So I, I suppose there is one caveat to how I was building up this amazing week up north. The washer run, which I did not create this name. It was actually texted to me while discussing uh, my trip, Saturdays with Sauce. Uh, Every day, every single day, you find a reason to leave the cabin. Now, it can be conjured. It can be uh, fabricated. But every single day, there's something you don't have. Oh, geez, it looks like we're out of apple juice. I'm on it. I got it. I'm. I'm yep. going. I'll, I'll yep. figure it out. There's a gas station three miles away. Uh, anything else, uh, ladies? Hey, put a little list together, and I'll go. I'll go handle it all. That's not a problem. Uh-huh. Now, the cool thing about where we are, I think it's like County Road or Highway 16, heads into. Uh, there's a. There's a T, so you got to make a decision. Do you go left or do you go right? Well, around 11 a.m. every day, if you take a right, about a mile down the road is Zorbus. So. What you do is you get the, the the washer run. You can handle your business in five minutes. It's easy. It's a gas station stop. Well, why does it take nearly 90 minutes each day? That's because you take that right turn. You head a mile south. You hang and post it up at Zorba's. Have two or three beers. Chill out. Watch whatever's on TV because it doesn't matter. Uh, what's that? Oh, nobody's here. Okay, perfect. They're all back at the cabin. Mm-hmm. just having fun and probably being okay with my lack of presence. And you you get back into neutral, you charge the batteries. Then on the way home, you hit the gas station, you get the milk, you get the apple juice, uh, you get the the salt or the seasoning for grilling that night. And uh, you come back, A, you're a hero, and B, uh, you got a little time to yourself. So that's Not, the washer one.
2: Yeah, I, I like the the concept of it. I have never been able to pull off. The, what you just did the right turn to go to Zorba's uh, in my washer in my medical for metaphorical Zorba's my washer run is only for the washers but even that when you're in the middle of something especially yes. you when you, you named I mean you've got like 15 women and one other guy
0: that's exactly what I was gonna say
2: like that's the, you you do need a washer run, like just for self preservation. Like, everybody should be on board with that. Like, you need to recharge at that point. Like, you've been around a lot of estrogen of all ages, and you need to just chill a little bit. And so, but take the 10 to 15 minutes to drive into town, pick up two things, and come back. That's all it takes. You don't need hours. Yeah. You don't need to be gone for a day. You don't need a, a complete mental health day, right? You just need 10, 20 minutes to just not have to hear anything. And be in your own thoughts, and so I'm I'm washer run, but I haven't been able to do the washer run with um. Brought to you by pill's Brewing, you know, in the camp. Uh,
1: so if you go to the gas station, you get the supplies and everything. Do you just sit in silence in the car? There's just like that mild hum because the engine's yeah. running.
2: Yeah. Well, I do that you on see, the way home. When I drive home on the way, most nights on the way home from work, you, I could do anything. Sometimes I call a friend. Sometimes I call my mom more often than not, I don't do anything. I just sit there in silence after the show, before the primetime show, uh, kids bedtime starts. (laughs) And and I have no idea, by the way, what's going on at home, like what the situation is going to be like. I can kind of get some intel. Like if my wife hasn't texted me back for three hours after like, how's it going? Then it's over. I should probably just go on a washer run and never come back. But you just don't know what you're walking into at home, right? Like for me, at least it's seven o'clock. Kids are I don't know what stage of bedtime they're going to be in. I don't know how well they've behaved. I don't know if someone's over at the house. I don't know if they're in the house. We've talked about that before. And so I I, I just sit there in silence for about 18 minutes um, on my commute, and that's that just centers me for the rest of the night, hopefully.
0: Well, I actually, that sounds I, amazing. A different direction with that, guardsy. Uh, what about the lone man left standing when you take the washer run if I, if my head count was correct, it was you and brother-in-law.
2: That's kind of a Richard move,
0: right? You just leave, leave him standing there by himself. And then does he take his turn later? Or how does that work?
1: Yeah. I, so he can, I mean, I I don't know.
2: I think. You're not worried about him. It's up to him. It's up to him to handle his own washer run is what you're saying.
1: So yeah. Well, so in, in this particular case this year, and and I got, I got his back when necessary, uh, but he left on Monday. So it was a Friday to Friday affair. And so he was there, you know, battling it out, you know, providing just a, a, you know, just a small little testosterone bump when necessary through the weekend. And then Monday morning comes day after father's day, he's gone. Oh, just like the wind. I think he maybe muttered goodbye as he, as he was running out, probably with the biggest smile on his face in the history of the world. So uh, by this time, I, it right. was just me. I, I was the, okay. I was the last man standing, and uh, but that's a good point, though. Actually, um, I, I he he has the opportunity to go on any washer run that he so chooses, uh, but that's that's up to him. I I feel like I have the right to be assertive, and if I'm first to the punch, I get said washer run, right. and uh, I get the peace and quiet.
0: Well, with numbers like those, it it certainly is every man for himself at that point too. So can't, yeah, all, all
1: jokes aside. I mean, they're awesome. Like I have a great relationship with my mother-in-law. Uh, my sister-in-laws are cool. Um, it's just like anything else though, like literal cabin fever of, you know, three kids just dominating everybody's attention and energy. Uh, right. so I, I personally need the washer run. Um, the ladies got their shopping day. So I hung out at home for are at the cabin for nearly an entire day with just the kids. So they got out, they did their thing. Um, so, and, and, and the kids survived. Um, and, uh, and so it was all good. Now, JG, you mentioned like another aspect of this before we get to your RV trip, but you mm-hmm. nailed it though. Have you ever, have you ever come home and uh, cause you're working bumper to bumper, you're working uh, the drive time. And so, you know, that your gal for the last six, seven hours has been with the kids and you judge either by the first look she gives you, or maybe it's a tone in her voice as she's communicating mm-hmm. with the children. You mm-hmm. already know you you are barely crossing the threshold of your house, and you know that okay, this is gonna be an all right night, or this is gonna be a disaster. And I might just yeah. want to pull the uh, the Abe Simpson. I put the hat on the rack. Oh, yep, gotta go. Turnstile. I'm out of here, and yeah. uh, and peel out of the driveway at 100 miles an hour.
2: Well, a lot of times I can hear it before I even get into the house. Like as I'm walking from the driveway or garage into the house, I can hear like if somebody's yelling, somebody's crying, somebody's screaming. Yeah. So then I kind of know, especially in the summer, like if it's like 60, like 60 to 65 degrees, odds are our windows are open and the air conditioner is off. And then I can hear everything, as can the whole neighborhood, by the way. Um So then I definitely know like what I, if I need to come home right then, and then it's just like on like military dad, like toothbrush bed, we're getting out of here. Um, the other one that my wife does all the time that I like is when I, I open the door and then we have a split level, right? So you go to go up. When I open the door, I can't see anybody, but I just hear my wife go, thank God. Cause she hears that the door has <laughs> been open. <laughs> then, I, then I know it's a little bit of a, it maybe hasn't been the most fun day being a mom you know all the signs that you have in your house about reflecting and loving your children and today will be gone and they'll never be this little again none of that matters we are not being philosophical at all about any of that and then i know that basically i'm not going to see my wife for 10 to 20 minutes because she's going to go on a washer run probably in the basement in some room shut the door and cry and i'm just going to have to deal with the rest of the deal but that's my favorite when i open the door thank god And then she's gone. She's out. Washer or her, run or No, I won't see her for 15, 20 minutes.
1: I did this once last summer. Uh, it was, yeah, it was August or early September. I, I come home and like you, we got the windows open. And luckily you apparently, you turn the air conditioning off when you, when you open the windows. That's interesting. Anyway, <laughs> so I drive, I pull into the driveway in our neighborhood. You have to go to like a uh, centralized spot where all the mailboxes were. Or are. And I've checked the mail probably four times since we've lived here. Like my wife works from home. She goes and walks around the water, the pond by her spot. So she usually does that. I pull into the driveway. I heard the counting one, two, Stella, three. And I just, oh, okay. Put it in reverse, pulled out of the driveway, went and checked the mail took the long way around the pond, gave it another five minutes. And then, uh, I knew that I, I had mentally prepared myself for what I was about to get into.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes yeah. you need that. Right.
1: Oh, uh, God bless our gals, man. So they, Jeff, they deal with all of that. This,
0: uh, this last week, whatever craziness is the normal show of our family lives. You took that show on the road, um, and you got everybody packed up in an RV. Um, that sounds like chaos to me yeah was it chaos was it fun was it something maybe you would recommend to the rest of the fan dads out there to to check out
2: I would and uh you and I talked a little bit about this earlier in the week AJ you know I've been trying to like I don't think people believe me when I say that I think it was the best vacation we've ever had and the people say how did the kids handle it and I say They handled it fine. I mean, they were the same at home as they are, or they were the same in the RV as they are at home. There were some meltdowns. There were some struggles, but it wasn't anything crazy. It was awesome. It was phenomenal. It was, like I say, I think, and I think my wife agrees, I mean, it was probably the best family vacation we've ever gone on. We were in the RV for nine nights, nine nights in the RV, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't, I mean, let's be honest, we weren't, like, roughing it. You know, we weren't like really camping. We were camping for about half of that, like in campgrounds. The rest of it was just parked at cabins where there's no room for us. So it wasn't like, but we were in Grand Marais campground for a couple of nights. We were in the Ely uh, Fortune Bay campground for a night. Um, But it's great. Truthfully, the hardest part of the RV is getting it and packing it and then unpacking it, cleaning it and getting it back on time but right. so you don't get charged because you, you know you got to empty the tanks you got to vacuum it you got to clean the inside like you gotta you got to take care of it a little bit you got to fill it up with gas which takes forever because Can you just pay tank.
1: extra so that you don't have to clean it you probably could
2: but it's i'm guessing it's a lot i'm guessing i mean it's i'm not
1: i'm it not trying to your- be like slob style but you know what i mean like i don't yeah. want to have to like absolutely scrub every nook and cranny we we keep no. it as clean as possible respectful pick up yeah. our garbage but not scrub it
2: And we had rules about, you know, because emptying the tank, Cousin Eddie style, it is disgusting, as you can imagine. Like, it's gross. Even if we we had a rule, you know, no pooping in the RV, Jillian was the only one that could violate that because she was pretty well potty trained at this point. Like, we're not going to, like, make her hold it. Like, if she says she needs to poop and we're in the RV, she's going to have to use it. Like, we're not going to wait. But everybody else had to go, you know, to the campground uh, bathroom, which all of them have. Like, so yeah, but it was great. It was, um, it was really, really fun. Our house feels huge now. Like when we walked into our house, I felt like I walked into like MTV cribs. I was like, whose house is this? Wow. This is a mansion. And, um, but it was great. Kids had a good time. You know, the beds aren't very comfortable, you know? So if you have a bad back, like my wife does, like she was not comfortable all the time, depending on where we were in the RV. Cause like, you know, sometimes you slept with this kid. Sometimes you slept with that kid. Like you, I felt like an NBA player a couple of times because I couldn't really fit on the beds, not anything like mall of America rides. I was just too tall. And so, but it was great. I mean, I do, I highly recommend it. And the best part about it was like, you know, there were no screens. There were no shows. There were no, all the crutches we use on a daily basis that we've talked about on this podcast. None of that, the kids had to use their imagination. They had to learn how to play cards. They had to draw, they had to play games. They had to play. ISPY. I spy. Uh, they weren't just relying on Blippy to get them through the day on their tablet or the latest Blaze in the Monster Machine. Like they actually had to play outside and you know not worry about what was on their screen. So it was great. It was we had a lot of fun and like I got to see a ton of family on both my wife's side and my side. And so I I, I would highly recommend it for people to do it. I, and again, knowing that packing it and unpacking it to me were the hardest parts of the whole deal.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Now, um, Chris Hockey recently did the same sort of thing with his family. Got the RV. His family is him, his wife, and his soon-to-be 19-year-old daughter. So a little bit of a different situation. Uh, but Ben brought up Ben Lieber brought up a good point about whether or not you require the kids when they're younger age to buckle up as you drive. What What was the the vibe there? I don't Didn't. think there are rules, but there are seatbelts. Do you Do you do yeah. that? Yeah, I think no, like that
2: their seat belts. we didn't make them basically on the drive they sat at the table um they couldn't move around you know my wife was the only one that could move around um and every once in a while they would you know if they had to go to the bathroom or something they'd have to get up to go but no we would just basically just have them sit at the table and that's where they would draw or play cards or do something like that but no no we didn't make them i don't i mean i'm guessing we probably should have i don't know um, there are, I think eight seat belts on that, on the one we got, so you can fit eight people in there as the rule or whatever, but we just had them at the table and my wife was always close to him. We didn't let him move around or anything. And I think, as I've said on the radio, you know, I'm, I'm right lane speed limit guy in the RV. I'm not jumping around all over the place. And, um, you know, I was paying, paying a lot of attention cause it's usually I'm driving a Honda Accord. So this was a little bit more than I'm typically dealing with on the road. So I was pretty locked in on all of that. But no, no seatbelts. And um, a lot of times, truthfully, they they were taking naps, too. We'd either have them at the table or they'd be in one of the beds taking a nap. So they weren't really moving around much.
1: What's the what's the longest at one time that you drove? Four
2: hours, the way home. Okay. Uh, from Silver Bay to home. So Sunday afternoon, we left about noon, got home about four um, but other than that, and I guess like up to park rapids on the first Friday, that was three and change, but that was also, we timed that out around bedtime so that they would eventually fall asleep, which they did then woke up right when we got to where we needed to go and we're up for like another hour. And we were trying to convince Grayson was convinced it was daytime. It's pitch black in the middle of the woods. And he's like, it's light out. It's light out. It's like, dude, it's midnight. It's not light out. Right. Um, So, but we did that intentionally, Nordo. Is like when we went from Park Rapids to the North Shore, we stopped in Ely, which was maybe two hours in between both of those. Like, if we were going to Park Rapids to like Grand Marais, for example, that's like five hours. That's not going to work so we broke it up in ely and did like a night there did the bear center that they have up there did the candy store that they had up there because we were at fortune bay we got to swim in the pool like if you do the fortune bay campground you get to actually go in and use the pool and fitness center and they've got the restaurants there and everything but we intentionally tried to make every ride about two hours because that's frankly all they can handle you know even with a table and a tablet and all the games like if we don't have to go any further than two hours why would we so we'd kind of built that into the day or built that into the trip that we would break up the long stretch across the state with a stop somewhere and settled in on ely which was a really good decision because then they got to go swimming in a pool they got to do something different like they got you know they kind of got a more normal hotel type experience before we went back to the campground and you drove the entire time Entire time, baby. Only got honked out once in nine, uh, 10 days on the road, nine nights. Uh, last day, I got honked at trying to get back on uh, sixty-one on the expressway from the uh, from the scenic <laughs> way. We had to get we had to get some Russ Kendall's uh, smoked fish. So I had right before you get back to Duluth, you cross off the scenic highway uh, to get onto the expressway to get onto thirty-five and. I got honked at crossing over. Apparently the, the people on South one, one driver on Southbound 61 didn't think it, I should have been jumping over there. And I'm like, dude, I'm in a 29 foot RV. Give me a break, calm down. And it's got to slow down to 40 here in like two seconds. So just chill. All right. You're not yeah. running in grandma's marathon. Okay. You're just trying to get to Duluth, but yeah, it, it's, it's fun to drive. It gets tiring. Um, I'd much prefer to be sitting in the back, hanging out. Um, But that's uh, that's what I was doing, driving it.
1: I w- I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself. So I'm I'm like you. I would make my kids sit in one spot, but I wouldn't have them uh, chained up or you know seat belted in the RV.
2: I was strict on windows and stuff because like you know they're like look, when we first got it, they're like looking out the back window and like Jilly wants to like hit the window and all this stuff. And I think I annoyed my wife. So I'm like, get them away from the window. Like I don't know how stable these windows are. I'm assuming they're not going to go flying out of the back of the RV, but I'd rather not do that on night 1. And or get them sit, get them seated, have them sit down like they that's the rule or we can't go. They're not going to be walking around bopping around. They got to pick a spot and they got to sit there. And for the most part, all of that worked out really well. There was really no issues. It was a strange like controversy-free vacation, which I'm still kind of stunned by because you just every road trip, it seems like there's something every time they're on an airplane, it seems like there's something. And it was just the normal stuff. And I think it was just because we, I think we helped them by breaking up trips, like having enough stuff to do, like not overextending them. How often have we talked about that on this podcast? Like having too much stuff, doing too many things, like just keeping it, trying to stay ahead of the chains. As I like to say, I think we did all of that.
1: You know what you should do next time is, uh, Get one of the kids to, you know, they get signs that they can hold on the back window of the RV. And one of them says, like, help. And then <laughs> the other one says, SOS. And just see what kind of reaction you get from the other drivers. Just yeah, an idea.
2: Good Samaritans. Yeah, good yeah. Samaritans. Pull us over.
1: Suddenly there's an Amber alert out. Right. Yeah,
2: that wouldn't be good.
1: <laughs>
0: uh,
2: hey, well, hey, I recommend it. Do it. I highly recommend it. That's RV awesome, campus. man. That's it's great. Very unique very unique thing now the next thing i want to do is get a houseboat and try that um i think they're a little young to do that i think they should be a little bit older and have everybody know how to swim and all that as opposed to just grayson and jackson but um yeah it was cool you can see why a lot of people just say when they retire just say that's it i'm out and they just get a couple rv get an rv and just you know, park it in ely for the summer and tucson for the winter and say peace i mean you can see why people do it because it's it's a fun way to go
0: It's it's very popular right now. I I don't know that you could rent one for this summer season if you wanted to. So uh, if you're going to try it, plan it for maybe next spring or even in the fall. But uh, um, like we said at the beginning of this episode, there's probably too much that we have to cover over the last month of our lives for one episode. So let's tie a bow on this one here. Uh, We'll come back next week. We can talk about any Fourth of July activities. I have a story that I covered in my power trip stand-up comedy set i don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to that what Uh, the
2: power trip to a comedy show
0: it needs to be mentioned on this show as well because uh, where was that at if we had done it it would have been covered on this show first uh but we need to get to that because it has continued in our household with the potty mouth situation um, and the repeating what his mom and dad say. So we'll get to that next week on the Power uh, Trip on the uh, Fan Dads Podcast. Um, and we'll be back, hopefully, uh, week by week now that we're settled in and our vacations are behind us. But you can find old episodes of the Fan Dads Podcast, iHeartRadio, iTunes, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And until next week, we will see you later. It, it. We'll see
1: you later. Straight to the-